This is a HeadGum Podcast. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Woo, Tig. Woo, Cheryl. <laughs> okay. I think this one's going to go by very fast for people. Yeah. Because it's a, what's the word? It's dirty. No. Uh-huh. Risque. No. A uh, topic that people don't usually talk about. You mean orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, in the group that this is about, they talk I, about That's it. all they talk about. That's what they're here for. Okay, let's not spill beans before we even get started. But yes, there's a lot of sex talk. There's a lot of nudity Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the podcast. (laughs) There's a lot of podcast nudity. (laughs) But it's uh, titillating. All right. Wait, titillating? If you you will. Even if you want. (laughs) Okay, ladies and jerks. Welcome to Orgasm, Inc., The Story of One Taste. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. Whoa, boy. Whoa, boy. <laughs> We've got a real live wire today. Whoa, boy. I mean, it, it's going to be, I mean, I don't want to say dirty. But yeah, we can say dirty, right? Or horny. You know what I was thinking about you when I watched this? Because I was like, I've got, hello? Hello? Wait a minute. (laughs) I was thinking about horndogger. Because I was like, oh, if there's one word to describe this one, just horndogger. It's it's actually not horny. (laughs) It's um, something else. It's You would think that that would be the word to describe this episode. It's like but it's, uh, horny, creepy. Cheryl, don't oh, use don't. the word horny, please. <laughs> we both don't I like it. You're the one that just said it. So I thought, oh, you want to use it during this episode. We both, I don't like mm. it. Horny? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. But I will right. say this. What? As my mom, Cracklin' Rosie, likes to say. There's a lot of F word going on in here. Fun. (laughs) 
That, isn't that what your mother says? Yeah, it's that's like... what my mom says. Can you imagine if I was watching this? I am so glad I was not watching this with anyone because it was, it's a lot. You're glad you weren't watching it with your mother? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm glad I wasn't watching it with my mother because that would be the kind of thing that I'd say, oh, I have to go watch this movie for my podcast. <laughs> and she'd say, well, I'll watch it. And then if I say, no, it's going to be very racy. Well, that's all right. I don't, I don't mind racy. And then would she have minded it? <laughs> well, let's just put it this way. She doesn't like listening to J.B. Smoove on Curb Your Enthusiasm because she thinks it's too much. He's 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 always using such terrible language. Mm -hmm. So if she's offended by Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> I think it would have been a lot. Yeah. I mean, should, you want to just get right... Should we get yeah. right to it? That's why we're here. So people know that what we're talking about. Yeah. Because we have a lot to cover. And at the same time. <laughs> okay. Today we are talking about Orgasm, Inc., the story of one taste. It's a 2022 documentary directed by Sarah Gibson and Sloan Clevin and produced by Lena Dunham and Aaron Lee Carr. How did I miss that Lena produced this? Well, you had to watch the credits roll. Oh. Okay. We should have had her on. <laughs> we should have. You think our listeners ever get tired of us saying who we should have had on? <laughs> we should have. You know, I would have made this show great. I somehow missed that. <laughs> it anyway, tells the story ahead. of One Taste, a sexual wellness company that gains Notoriety for the practice of orgasmic meditation. Orgasm Inc. is available to watch on Netflix. Okay. It feels familiar. Yes. Feels familiar. I feel like we've seen <laughs> yes. a few of these. Although it's usually it's usually a guy at the mm -hmm. helm of these sorts of things. Yeah. I know. I found myself looking at this woman. And thinking, do you know what you're doing? Like, do you, do you think you're doing good? And or do, do they go in thinking they're doing something good, and then get misled somehow that the power and money and control takes over I them? I know. Or, or do they go in with that? I think it's weird. I was thinking about that last night because I thought. Well, people really love having power over other people. Like these well, documentaries that we watch and people get, once they start being able to control people, they get they crazier crazy. and crazy. And I'm thinking, is it is it that exciting? I don't think I would be excited to control people. I, yeah, I feel like it's that thing of when – power and money and all of that gets into the wrong hands you see and i mean i've sh i'm sure you've seen it in the world of hollywood and i i've seen my share where i'm like whoa yeah. you are a monster <laughs> and and they do they feed off of it yeah and that's where though i'm left with the chicken and the egg conversation of do they have that and they go in 
and they want wanting to yeah they're do wanting that. yeah or do they get a taste of it and they're like whoa this feels good <laughs> gimme 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 and hurt 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 and abuse 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 well you know some people say like success and fame or fame makes someone whatever they were it makes them more of that uh-huh. so if they were like a, deep down a terrible person <laughs> When they yeah. become famous and successful, they're even worse. Yeah. Or if I guess if they're nice, then they – I mean, nice is not a great word. But whatever that word is, generous or thoughtful. Good-hearted. Good-hearted, yeah. Then you become more of that. Any sort of adjective that describes me, essentially. <laughs> All of those. Okay. So we'll tell – let me tell the people. Let me just tell the people. Okay. So Nicole Dayton, do you think that's how you say her name? I don't know. I watched this days ago. <laughs> you have no idea what this is about. Um, <laughs> she's a charismatic speaker who goes viral giving a TED Talk about the female orgasm. Mm-hmm. If I were a different person, I would have gone and watched her TED Talk after this. But I thought to watch it, and then I never thought about it again. <laughs> well, because... It got a lot of views. People were uh-huh. um, inspired by it. Uh-huh. So she was saying how powerful it is for a woman to have an orgasm, and that unleashes her spirit and her vitality. And so people were very charged up about it. So Horny. then she. <laughs> I mean, there are moments in this that I need clarification from you. From me? Yeah. You know I didn't work on this film. <laughs> no, but you watched I'm barely it working on this podcast. I need to know if what I was watching, if what I saw was what I saw. Okay, we'll get there. So she started this. Why would you think I would know <laughs> what you saw it's was pretty, what you saw? It's basic. I'm okay. just wondering from another viewer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she started this organization, company, Orgasmization is what they should call it. Yes. She started an orgasmization called One Taste. And it was a fast-growing startup in the wellness and sexuality space. Mm-hmm. And this was in uh, uh, Silicon Valley. Surprisingly, not Florida. Yeah, she, but she would have done very well in Florida. <laughs> yes, she would. Yes, she would. But it's interesting that with Silicon Valley, because it's like, you know, now I'm about to generalize and I shouldn't, but I will. Because what Who I think- cares? <laughs> I don't want anyone here. All the people that are listening in Silicon Valley to be like, oh, she did not just say that. Is it but- silicon or silicone? I've I heard it both. Silicon. Thomas, what do you think it is? Silicon. <laughs> I've heard that too. Just silicon. It's silicon, silicon. valley. Silicon. Welcome um, to Silicon Valley. I think it's silicon. Silicon. Con. Silicone. Doesn't matter. No way to know. There's no way to know. (laughs) This is really, there is no way to know. Yeah, there's absolutely no way to know. But it seems like the people that are there are really like crunching numbers and doing mathematical things and scientific things. So when somebody like this comes along and is like, hey, let's talk about sex and orgasms and vaginas, people were like, whoa. Where do I sign up? 
<laughs> but they felt, you know, just from what we could see, it seemed like people went to listen to her and they felt, um, you know, what's the word? Uh, Horny. <laughs> I really want an, um, a number of how many times we're going to say that. <laughs> so she started this this space of wellness and sexuality. Mm-hmm. So there was yoga. Yeah. Okay. This is one of the times when I need your eyeballs to tell me if what I saw, what I think okay. I saw. Okay. Uh, they were people doing naked yoga. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. That was the clarification. You couldn't no, that's comprehend. One. No, that's one. You couldn't well, st- pause it and rewind and see well, ha- an ass crack and go, yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought it was. Well, I was, because you saw them at the beginning, like doing yoga. It looked like people had clothes on. Mm-hmm. And then at some point as the thing went on, I was like, whoa, are they, are they naked? Or is that a one-time situation? I love that this is the point in the documentary where you were like tripped up and baffled. Okay. So um, One Taste hosted events in San Francisco. And by the way, tell me if you got this from the name One Taste. Okay. That Nicole, was it Nicole who said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already don't know that the taste of the ocean only has one taste and that's salty. She didn't say that. Oh, she, was- she got that from, I'm forgetting who said this. Deepak Chopra? No, but might as well be. Okay, Something like that. Let's say that. Yeah, yeah. She, she was known for- Let's say that. Let's say it was Deepak. <laughs> she was known for really studying different, hmm, I was going to say cult leaders. That's not, that's not what I was going to, that's not what I meant. Spiritual leaders, yeah, and borrowing from them to inspire her flock. <laughs> her what flock, or is that flock? only when it comes to church? This flock, this I flock don't go only- to church, Cheryl. <laughs> have you ever Tell- reached out and I said I have to call you back? I gotta, I get I'm to get to church. church. I'm late to church. <laughs> Is a flock only at church, Thomas? Well, it can also be um, birds. It could be a flock of seagulls. Yeah. I don't go to church either. <laughs> and I ran, I ran so far away. away. Oh, you're doing it with Couldn't an accent. get away. Okay. This place had a warm, friendly vibe where people were touching each other. Okay. This is the moment where you stop and say... Is this a cult? Because every time we do a documentary and people are, you know, just touching each other and so doing happy. naked yoga. They found and, each other. And claiming they're in a flock. <laughs> Next thing you know, you are in a cult. a cult. You don't know you're in a cult. No. But if you're doing naked yoga. And someone asks you for $15,000. To do naked yoga. Yes. With a bunch of other people, you have just joined a cult. Especially if there's one person leading it who's the expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true. So it attracted these people. There's this one guy, Chris Cosley, who seemed like a nice 
guy. Mm-hmm. He said that you know his mom had died when he was thirteen, and and he he heard about this place and he wanted to be able to connect with women better. So um, he thought, oh, they're never going to let me in, but they well, did. <laughs> guess what? It's a cult. <laughs> they they are they hardly reject people. Yeah. I mean, oh, if Chris is listening. Hey, Chris, hey. Hey, Chris, hey. No offense. I'm sure you're a great person, but I don't know how many people they did reject. Not many. I think if you have the cash and you're willing to do yoga naked, <laughs> you are in the cult. You're in the flock. <laughs> we have to take a break, Cheryl. Oh, no. I, okay. Uh, no. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. We'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. It's a comedy podcast. It's a horny comedy (laughs) podcast about documentaries. And we'll be right back. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, bringing you not a single fact. (laughs) We don't even know how to say Silicon Valley. (laughs) Silicon. Silicon. Silicon Valley. Silicon. So she, Nicole, came up with orgasmic meditation. Mm -hmm. Or they like to call it OM. O-M. Which Mm -hmm. is, you know, clever because that's also part of yoga and yes. And that's what, that's how she branded her sessions. So instead of just saying, we're going to do naked yoga, it was like, whoa, this is about your spirit and orgasm. And then they started using orgasm in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your orgasm saying to the world? Right. Grab your orgasm and own it. Yeah. And then they just start, that's how they start talking. <laughs> was this anything what you thought it would be? Uh, I had no idea what it was going to be. Yeah. Was it what you thought it was going to be? No. As soon as I started, you know, as soon as my sniffer was on her trail, I was like, like, are you kidding me? I got your number. Oh, my. You too? Keith Ranieri. Okay, wait. (sighs) You want to hear from Nicole and hear what um, Mm -hmm. she's going to tell you. She's going to describe the process of orgasmic meditation. Okay, please. Let's hear it. The only thing that will prevent you from knowing you hit the spot is hoping that you're hitting the spot and not sure that you hit the spot. And what's the spot? I'm never going to find the spot. It's it's impossible to find the spot. I can't find the spot. Like that will be the thing that will stop you from the natural human intuition of feeling this little slightly electric You'll also know because she'll go, oh. (laughs) And she will not in any way at all move her hips. She won't be doing weird moans. She'll just be what we call nailed. Okay. I still go back to, I just would love to talk to her. Like Nicole? Yeah, I wanna know if she thought she was doing something wrong. That's what my mind the whole time I'm thinking does she have this evil plan or is she 
You know what? Yeah. It, no, it's interesting because there are, you know, sex therapists out there mm-hmm. that are trained and they seem to approach this sort of thing in a more mm, organized, therapeutic way. Less criminal. <laughs> if and, not, and less not public. criminal. Yeah. It's, I mm-hmm. mean, I've never been to a sex therapist. It sounds exciting, but I think it's usually just, you know, mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Right. So Nicole was like, well, maybe she did think she was doing everybody a big favor. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is when it got really, uh, I didn't like it. So even when she's talking about that, they cut to, so there would be a woman laying on the floor. Yeah. And there was a lot of uh, pillow, a lot of pillows involved. Did you notice yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, oh, I did not know that was part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> but they had three pillows, like one for her head and then two more. What were the other two for? Were they under her? Oh, maybe. Yeah, somewhere. Under her hips? I don't know. doesn't matter. Somewhere. That's a good answer. And then there was a guy who... Uh-huh. Um, would sit sit there. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, here's what I need clarity about. Okay. So is there a whole room of people? Watching. I hear myself asking, and I already know the answer. Watching. Yeah. As one by one they go around, and then the guy uh, rubs. Is that the right word? Rubs. I don't know. What's the word? Strokes. Rub-a-dub-dub. Oh. <laughs> Strokes the uh, woman mm-hmm. um, until she has an orgasm. And turns out I don't love watching it. You thought you Did would? Did you like watching it? No, I didn't. I, I, was, <laughs> I truly had a feeling of watching it thinking, okay. Okay. Yeah. It was so... It's sort of creepy. (laughs) Sort of, yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So this is what was going on. Okay. So people would go and sign up for OM. Mm -hmm. And they would would be charging people $15,000, $45,000. I couldn't get a vibe on what the pay chart was. Also, what sort of income do these people have that they're able to shell out what 45 grand I know to watch or learn I feel like you could find if if you're listening I and I know you are um DM me I and feel I'll like teach you yeah you could find probably a respected private Therapist, yeah, it's not even gonna come close to costing that. But see, it also goes back to people want to feel connected to other people. They want to feel like they're uh, that they found their group, you know, that they belong somewhere. So these people, they had like a uh, a warehouse that that mm-hmm. where that people would live. People were just sleeping in beds, mattresses. Don't worry about it. Same thing. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and there would be, you know, 15, 20, 40 people sleeping. And 
when Chris was describing it, he said that that it was great and they loved it. And he said when the lights would go down, he you could hear buzzy sex. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How can anyone get a good night's sleep when you're just you're grown up sleeping on mattresses on a warehouse floor and everybody around you is just having buzzy sex? <laughs> I mean, it's not what I'm looking for. Uh-uh. It's that weird part of doing this show where it's a comedy show. You want to make jokes, but also you don't want to judge people. Right. But also you end up judging. (laughs) (laughs) But also you do judge people. (laughs) Well, you, you know what? You're allowed to have feelings and you're opinions you don't have to judge someone and say oh i think you're a bad person because you do that no i don't think anyone's a bad person except her but i (laughs) but then i don't want to be the person that's like i don't get it and just because i don't get it doesn't mean that people shouldn't be doing it yeah it's just more of like i truly don't get it yeah and that's fine there's plenty of things i do in my life that nobody gets um Mm -hmm. even myself But I was watching this wondering why the community has to come in this form. If you will. Hey, good night, everybody. Oh, good night. Are you going to bed? (laughs) No, I was making a sex joke. Oh. Because you Um, said the community has to come. No, I got it. Good night. Everyone heard you. You can (laughs) go to bed now. I didn't get the reaction I was hoping for, so I just wanted to make sure you heard the joke. You know, speaking of judging people, I would say (laughs) one good. Don't go on the road. Yeah, I'd say, uh, but why does the community have to come in this form? Even if you want community and you want to connect with people, why is it coming in this form? Well, because people wanted to physically connect with other people. So there are people out there who maybe in their day-to-day life, they just are not around other people, and especially in an intimate way. And so that was part of this story was... Sounds like you just got sucked into a cult. (laughs) When I did my session, (laughs) uh, I really felt loved by everybody. But they did, they all talked about feeling this intimate connection with people and what could be more intimate than exposing your genitals. By the way, not a sexy word. Nor is exposing. <laughs> it also sounds like you're a weirdo in a trench coat walking around exposing your genitals. Your genitals. <laughs> I feel like you could have a close connection with people at summer camp. Right, but... No one's exposing genitals. Well, they shouldn't be. Thank you so much for sharing that story <laughs> about your life. Here are my genitals. Here are my genitals. Well, imagine these people at one taste. Imagine just going into a room full of strangers and it's like, all right, you guys hit it. Uh And then it's just this group. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And then Nicole wrote a book entitled uh, Slow Sex, The Art and Craft of the Female Orgasm. And one taste was like catnip for journalists. Because now journalists, they got a, as you say, a whiff of it. (laughs) <laughs> and they my sniffer. Wanted, you know, they got I said their my sniffer. Their sniffer was up. 
And they were excited to find out more about Nicole and what people were doing. And it was like, ooh, sort of naughty. And I'm going to go investigate with this woman. And even um, Gwyneth Paltrow, her mm. uh, Goop podcast. She she had her on her Goop po- podcast. Yeah. I brought this. Oh, to Stephanie. I mentioned this. And she said, oh, yeah. I, uh, oh, Read about her, heard her on Goop. Oh. And I was like, oh, I've never even heard of this person. But I feel like there's certain celebrities when there's like... Something sensational. Yeah, where it's like, and this person followed them, and this person was seen with them. (laughs) And then, well, I mean, that did like take things up, up a notch. Mm. I guess with Gwyneth Paltrow. Wait, what do you mean it took it up a notch with her? Because people saw that she, that Gwyneth Paltrow liked. Oh yeah, you know yeah. Nicole, and then it was like, whoa. Well, that's the thing. Is it feels like when I was watching, and I do know Gwyneth, and so I call her Gwenny Poo. But um, I feel Dragadocious like, alert. I could not be helped. I feel like Gwyneth. But maybe she didn't care. I'm, I was just thinking when I was watching her be associated to this person, thinking, do you now feel more hesitant to get behind somebody doing something sort of risque or off the... Yeah. Or I, I guess you can't... If you're running a place like Goop and everything's a little it's a left little... of center... Yeah, and you're kind of discovering yeah. things that are off track. And mm-hmm. I mean, you're bound to hit a Nicole. A cuckoo bird. Day, 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 day door. Day, day, day don't. door. They don't. don't know how to say it. They don't. So. Uh, we have to take a break. Can I tell you one thing? Oh, yeah, sure. <gasps> well, I was going to say that One Taste started selling $60,000 annual memberships and started expanding internationally. And the company had over $12 million in annual revenue. Is that a lot of money? Uh, and we'll come back and we'll talk about it. <laughs> now, real quick. Yeah. Do you think Gwenny Pooh? Oh, signed up. Do you think she, she was did in front that. of the class? You think she went and she was like, here it is. Somebody stroke Here are it. my genitals. <laughs> Wait, there's no way anyone walked into that room and said, here it is. Here it is. Stroke it. <laughs> well, that's, much... if you, when you watch this documentary, that's exactly what it seems like. Well, I think there's more nuance than not what you just... really. You not... think Gwenny Pooh walked in and did that? <laughs> I think not. All right. Okay. We will be right back on Tig and Cheryl True Story to discuss this documentary. And we are back. Okay, we're back. Okay, here we go. I'm going to really give you some information. Mm, Okay. In late 2017, reporter Ellen Hewitt followed a story about a One Taste customer who had a bad experience. Uh-huh. Female One Taste members remember feeling manipulated by Nicole to express desire for public demonstrations or demos. Ew. Mm-hmm. Nicole would label other statements as true only if they aligned with her interest. It is crazy how she can make the word demo sound disgusting. <laughs> It's like the what? most disgusting <laughs> word. It, 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 
It is. Um, so uh, one taste employees were inc- encouraged to use words like, okay, just going to say it if you have small children around. Horny. Fafa. <laughs> like words like fafa and fafa. <laughs> Cock and pussy. Um, and Nicole Cheryl. Started- <laughs> That was I'm, never said in the movie. No one ever said ever at any point. And you just said that to upset people with children listening <laughs> to this episode. There's like we have one listener that listens with her son. It's like I don't know. Uh, Nicole started teaching a concept called orgasmic rebalancing that resembled mm. Reiki. That mm. was also very awkward to watch. <laughs> I'm sure very awkward to experience. I wonder how many people signed up for this and then got in there and they were like, I can't believe I just paid 30 grand and oh my God, get off of me and stop (laughs) demoing me in front of everyone. Uh, Men could be dubbed as a master stroker. Gross. There was now a secret, quote unquote, male stroking practice. And Nicole started a group for men called Priests of Ohm. Oh, okay. This is when it got very interesting because they were going for the uh, tax exemption. Mm. That's why they wanted to call them priests because they wanted to make it seem like a religion. It was all on the up and up, let's be honest. (laughs) And I love that they put together like a show, like Mm -hmm. a, a real... Se- sexy initiation involving a snake. And I know our mm. listeners are like, that's not fair to the snakes. And it wasn't fair to the snakes. No. Imagine you're a snake and one day you wake up and you're like, what the fuck am I doing on this lady? Oh my gosh, I'm totally demoing. <laughs> I'm demoing in Silicon Valley. Okay. And that costs $15,000 to attend. I also wondered how long is the show, or they didn't call it a show, a, r- a ritual, a ceremony, a ceremony. Okay, this is okay. Are we ready to spill some beans? Yeah, it's like a lot of these documentaries. They start out with the, you know things seem fine. This never seems fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? How long were you watching? Did you finally go? Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Uh- it started pretty early when I was like, whoa, is he? Okay. Yeah. All right. This is, uh-huh. So what's really sad and dark and sad mm-hmm. is that Nicole, at some point, and it seemed like the documentary made it seem like it was, you know, a few years into it that she mm-hmm. started revealing that she had sexual trauma. She started, I guess... Trying to empower women by saying if you've been assaulted, raped, molested, to quit being the victim. And kind of to go with it. Well, right. Because then they then they started having these men's groups mm-hmm. and they encouraged the men to tap into their inner beast. So whatever kind of sexual compulsions they had to lean into it. And so now they didn't have enough women signing up for these courses. So they would recruit women that worked at One Taste. 
so one of the one of the women that worked there, um, Aria's Aries, whose sister Autumn tells her story. And she said she was assaulted when she was working at the company that when she would talk about men being abusive, she was told that her traumatic response was just an orgasm and that she should not be concerned with it. Mm-hmm. So Ellen Hewitt, the journalist, she published an expose on Bloomberg and the CEO, Joanna Van Vleck, stepped down from her role but stayed at the company, and then the FBI started investigating. And despite the company being women-led, it still had issues with abuse of power. So it's interesting because this woman, Nicole, is like still having women, you know, doing horrible sexual acts that they did not want to do. Here's the thing is I know it's people mean well, and it's a wave of, you know, like, oh, it's, it's all women. And we're, you know, it's all this, it's all, it's all of us, it's our group. It, it, you know, we're finally rising up and we, I have seen women be so brutal. And I think that you can't just assume that because everyone is one kind, one gender, one, this one, that, that everything, that it's going to run smoothly. Right. It's just it's just not realistic. And right. I am at the point in my life where I feel like, sorry, you cannot lure me anywhere unless people are nice and talented. Yeah. Prove their themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It can't you just can't be just because it's all women and no, she's talking about no. orgasms that it's gotta be no. fine. No. And you can't be lured in or fooled by that sometimes it works and maybe it's just because all of the right people happen to be all women and all uh with good intentions and all talented and whatever but it's not always the case yeah i think people get blinded when they hear that like oh it's all gay people it's all women it's all this age group it's all blah it's like no, put that aside and really look at who you're dealing with. Yeah. Anyway. No, you're right. This goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. So now it's like, what was her purpose of starting this? You know, was it yeah. just to make money? And it's pretty amazing because she didn't even have, there wasn't a product. There wasn't, it was just her saying orgasm. And cock and yeah. pussy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We hey, gotta hey. warn the families that are gathered around <laughs> the fire. <laughs> that are gathered around the speaker. But also to go back to that idea of did she know, was it, you know, chicken or egg type situation? You can't be going in with earnest intentions if you're telling people who are raped or assaulted to just go with it and to Stop. not be the victim. Yeah. That's not mm, right. No. no. No, that and so that goes back to, you know, what like we were talking about sex therapists. Yeah, sex therapists are they're mindful of the whole person. Mhm. They're I'm sure talking about and thinking about the psychological aspect of it and 
why there is an issue to begin with and, you know, looking at the whole person. So this woman, Nicole, was just, you know, people were listening to her like she was an expert in psychology or spirituality or philosophy. Yeah. And she was just like, it's so crazy when you watch this because then you feel like, oh, my God. Like my bullshit detector is like it went off the whole time. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't even imagine like walking in and then yeah, but also why Well and obviously we have the opportunity to look the luxury, the opportunity to just watch a fully edited after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, whoa, I'd have never fallen for that. Right. But it's like, you know, maybe if you were having trouble connecting with the oppo- opposite sex and you felt like, oh, I'm not in touch with my sexual side. What can I do? And it's like, whoa, this place is fantastic. All right. I'll give it a try. For $15,000. That is the question is who are the people that have that kind of money? And how do you price this? It's priceless. like... It is definitely not a $12,000 experience. Mm-mm. And I wouldn't say it's as much as 20000 I know. What about a $60,000 annual membership? Annual. That's not even a one-time fee. No, I what know. What do you get for that? Orgasms. Uh, Demos. Strokes. Demos. Strokes. <laughs> Look at all the strokes. Then it took an awkward turn. Not that there's anything wrong with S&M, if that's what you're into. It's just very hard for me to watch it. Mm. It's hard for me to watch it. I don't like it. It's very uncomfortable. You don't like doing it or you don't like watching it? I mean, this is more information than anybody needs to know. But I don't need to – I don't want to be tied up and flogged. Okay, (laughs) no. Do you? (laughs) I mean, I'm look. I'm I'm burying my soul here. That was you burying your soul. (laughs) That's all you had in there. Do you do you like it? No, it's not my thing. Would you be surprised to find out that that is my thing? It wouldn't shock me. I'd be like, it wouldn't shock me. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, okay, I get it. You don't have to tell me details. What if I really wanted to tell you details? <laughs> if you were like, Tig, I gotta go. I, got, I can't I have to, listen I'm cooking to dinner. The I got, and I'm like, stuff. but I want to tell you. I want you to look at this little whip. That's the thing, <laughs> the little whips and the crawling around on the floor. It's too mm. much for me. Well, I don't know that you have to always be crawling around on the floor. Mm, no, but we were watching that. Yeah. And even that was too much. It was too much. <laughs> um, but okay, so what's great is what's great about the story of the woman. Also, we have to go back and have people understand we're not shaming you if you want to crawl around on the floor. No, I'm with a, a whip. I'm impressed actually with yeah. people that are like, no, this is who I am and this is what I like. And it's like, whoa. And I'll be on the floor. And I will be on the floor, and here's my leash. It's like, that's cool. I mean, there's a part of me that it would be exciting to have that little spark where it's like, I don't know how I'm going to feel today. I might want to crawl around on the floor. I might want (laughs) to 
most people could see you doing your shoulder shakes. I'm like, well, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I'd, if Maybe it, I... you know, it, it would be, I wish I was that person that just like, well, if it strikes me, but I think mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously. <laughs> or... Cheryl, get off the floor. <laughs> no, it's my night. It's my night. <laughs> I'm not taking you for a walk. Put your leash away. Oh, I have it. Here's another thing that I have a question about. No, oh, okay. Chris was talking about BDSM. Uh-huh. What does that mean? I know S and M, but what does BD mean? BD. I've heard of it, but I don't know. <laughs> There's no way to BD. know. BDSM. <laughs> I bet Thomas knows and he's just keeping Thomas. quiet. And Thomas, not do you know? Us. I'm you sh- do know? I know he knew. Tell us, what does it mean? Bondage, domination, sadism, and masochism. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I think oh, we know okay. what Thomas is into. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the floor, Thomas. Okay, yeah, bondage. Uh, what was the other thing? Domination. <laughs> <laughs> I would make a terrible hooker. What do you want today? Do you want the bondage or you want the domination? We can do whatever you want. Want to keep mm-hmm. it loose. Wait, is hooker appropriate these days? As opposed to what? Call? call Sex call worker. Oh. Mm. Do you think the sex workers are offended by the word hooker? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying I think the majority of our listeners are sex workers. <laughs> And, and so, then the minority are hookers, and they do not get along. <laughs> but I am curious. We're curious if anybody wants yeah. to let us know. And they will. <laughs> if you are if you are a sex worker. Although when you watch movies, it like, uh, no, this is not a current um, reference, but Pretty Woman. Yeah. And there, whenever there's a sex worker in a movie and then somebody calls them a hooker, they get very upset. Why? You're insulted. Like, how dare you? They want to be called a sex worker? <laughs> I don't know. God, if we would have thought this through, we, would, we could have had a sex worker on We could the have show. had Julia Roberts on here. <laughs> no, more Julia Roberts stories. Oh, but I was going to say, Arias is now getting her PhD. And she mm-hmm. she really, she wanted to distance herself from this and move on, which... Good thinking it's it was it was so nice to hear that but nicole this is the part when you're yelling at the tv sold her stake in the company for millions and moved abroad didn't that make you mad it's -hmm. just like what's his name (laughs) it's like what's his name so many his names is it we work that the guy that ended up selling it doesn't matter there's no way to know there's so many um, one taste still Crooked. remains. Yes, still remains a farm in Mendocino. Mendocino. Am I saying that right? Mendocino. <laughs> in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. in Mendocino County, called the land, and it's rumored that Nicole is living there despite an active FBI investigation. That's ballsy. Nicole. Nicole. You loser. Turn yourself in. Oh, that would be. Nicole is reportedly looking for a ghostwriter to help her write a book about cancel culture. I know. Cancel culture. 
this woman. Boring. <laughs> boring. She's... Like, that's what you think is going on, Nicole, is you're just being canceled. Yeah. One also, t- yes. I think in future episodes, yeah. we should have a segment yeah. where we speak directly to the person mm. from the documentary. And we tell them how we feel. Okay, let's start. Them- let's start right yeah. now. Go ahead. I just told Nicole she's a loser. <laughs> she's got a spit take in her mouth. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I swallowed it. I swallowed it. That okay. was a close call. Now it's your turn. Nicole? And I don't even think she deserves a hey, Nicole, hey. No, she doesn't. No, she does not. Um. Yeah, I agree, Nicole. DM me because I want to know, did you start out doing this for the money and the power? That's it? I guess I let her have it. (laughs) Nicole, send me a DM and let me know your feelings. Love, Cheryl. (laughs) I really gave it to her good. Oh, my God. Um, Loser. (laughs) One Taste has rebranded as the Institute of Ohm. But what does that look like? I wonder. No way to know. Yeah, no way. But I to also know. don't want to Google it because I don't want it on my computer. That if something happens and it's like, oh, what was the last thing Cheryl looked at? Oh, the Institute of Ohm. Oh, and Orgasm Inc. fan. <laughs> oh, and the last check she wrote was for fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> and a snake. Uh, Sixty thousand, actually. <laughs> the FBI inves- investigation is ongoing, but no charges have been brought. So that's going to be interesting when that breaks. Yeah, we're going to be on top of it. We're going to be oh, like, yeah. "Whoa, CNN, we're way ahead of you." CNN, <laughs> CNN. Oh, there you go, USA Today. <laughs> We know what really went on. Is that still a newspaper, USA Today? Is it still around, USA Today? Is it? I feel like it's the kind of newspaper if you're on a plane or at a hotel. They put that. It's like sort of seems like pleasant news. It's just not hard hitting. Yeah, it's not going to ruin your day. Are you ready for final thoughts? Yes. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary, Did you cry? No. No. You didn't either? No. I did feel sorry for the snakes. I mean, I did feel sorry for them. I didn't cry. Yeah. I was like, what is their life? Mm -hmm. Who were you attracted to? Uh, Well, it feels inappropriate since... It's all creepy and... Yeah, it's all creepy, but this is what we do on the show. It is what we do on the show. Everyone has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I forget her name. Who's off getting an education? And oh be... yeah. Well, I call her Arius. Not sure if that's okay. how you you pronounce it. But she A- was really attractive. A Y R I E S. Yeah. Very. I'll I'll say same. Okay. Whoa. We got through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really we really laid it out for people. Do you well, think man, anybody... when you gave Nicole a piece of your mind? <laughs> Do you think anybody listening to this is like, oh, I know, I got it, I know what it's about? No. Okay. I don't think anyone has ever gotten anything ever. Like at the end of it, was like, wow, I can't wait yeah. to talk about this at a 
cocktail party. Yeah. Okay, that's all for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Pepsi, Where's My Jet on Netflix. Tig, before we go, would you like to hear some true fan mail? I always say yes, but what if I just said no? No. (laughs) 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 Yes, let's hear some. Okay, this is from Haley. Hey, Hey, Haley. On my drive to work this morning, I was listening to your episode on Killer Sally, and Tig mentioned the poor spouses of Snurkbulls having to endure us constantly talking about the show. I just had to write to say it's quite the opposite at my house. My husband isn't a listener Snurkbull, but he was in tears laughing as I described Cheryl showing up for her big modeling gig and finding (laughs) out she was the before picture in a bad perm repair ad. I myself Stephanie laughed at that. I myself have very naturally curly hair and we were absolutely dying as I kept lifting my sad curls and looking at them in frustration <laughs> while I was doing my best impersonation impression of world famous model Cheryl Hines. Anyway, just wanted to say love you guys and the pod and please know that some spouses are big secondhand fans. That's very sweet. P.S. It is. Sydney Crawford, who? (laughs) Cheryl, you will always be our America's Next Top Model. That's so sweet. Okay, I feel like that you made up that last part. (laughs) (laughs) It it does seem like it. (laughs) Oh, it has a P.S. here. Well, look at you, Miss Thing. So gorgeous and... (laughs) Also, Cheryl, you're the most beautiful model in the world. Oh, wait. Here's this fine print. Cheryl, I am an agent, and I would love to sign you. One time I did do a runway show. Yeah, right. It was a a fundraiser. And so they had celebrities walk the runway. and, And Cindy Crawford was there. Yeah, right. And she's like six one. I don't know how tall she is, but just like the she's very, as you can imagine, beautiful. And I was like, hey, Cindy, any um advice? She's like, just have fun. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you. Oh wow. <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, she was probably asked that a hundred times that night and was uh-huh. sick of it but she was like she really did not want to give me any modeling tips i mean wow i'm sorry you went through that it was very difficult but since then i have encountered cindy and she's a quite a lovely person and did you tell her about the night that she shunned me on the on the on the catwalk yeah i bet she doesn't remember that night and I shan't bring it up because I feel like we're on a very good track right now. And I don't want right, right. to be like, remember the time. I was on a, uh, I guess it's a what, step and repeat. How is that different yeah. than a red carpet with Christy Turlington? It just had, oh, I just stepped on your big reveal. Christy Turlington. <laughs> She's one of the original supermodels. Ah, right? the braggadocious alert. We know. Christy Turlington. Um, <laughs> and what happened? She and I 
I mean, she was showing me, oh. not that I've ever used any of it, but she was showing me how, how to, stand, to, how to work. work it. God yeah. dang it. And I have pictures. Maybe we can post it. Me and Christy. Oh, yes. Working it, girl. See, that's what you would want from a supermodel. Okay. This this is from Gemma. Hey, Gemma. Hey, hey Gemma. Hey. Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Every time you bluebell, <laughs> <laughs> or I think you do, I always think of my nephew. Our family learned from our cousins that if they repeat a story, someone can say yellow bird. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, as you can assume, heard it and let's move on. My nephew was young and my mom, his grandma, was repeating a story. My nephew, knowing the yellow bird trick, decided to use it on his Grammy. However, he proceeded by saying, Blackbird, and his Grammy asked what that meant. His response, you've told the story before and it was boring the first time. (laughs) He came up with that. One all on his own. Oh, so if it's a blackbird, it's not even a good story. <laughs> oh, it's a boring one. I see. Oh, this kicks it up a notch. Yeah. So a blackbird is like, not only have we heard it, it was bad the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay. Dig, that's going to do it for us today. I'm just, you know what I'm glad about? Hmm. Nobody died. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty sad when that's the bar. Yeah. It's like, oh, God, at least someone didn't die in this one. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to uh, promote to the To the world? people? You can always watch Curb. And then I'm going to Curb Your Enthusiasm, if you don't know, on HBO and HBO Max. And I'm doing uh, IOU, Celebrity IOU with the mm. Property Brothers. Oh, right, right. On December 18th. Do you think you could get me on Curb? I feel like our, our snarkbulls would really like to see You would that. love that. Yeah. And I did audition once, remember? And you were in the room, and you didn't know me. I didn't know mm. you. And um, what do you think happened? Do you feel like you had a good audition, or was it just like, It was, It was, what's her name? Another model. Who is the woman? Jenny Shimizu. She got the role. She's okay. in a grocery store with Larry, and it's something, of course, something very lesbian. Mm-hmm. So I'm just feeling like our listeners would really yeah. love to see me on Curb, and I well, feel like I'm shooting on uh, Friday, so I'll talk yeah. to him and talk to um, Larry Charles. I love Larry Charles. Okay. Okay. All right. And do you have anything that you want to talk about? Well, yeah. I mean, always check my website for yeah. um, tour dates. Um, even though I finish tours, they still never end. And um, my other podcast, Don't Ask Tig, that Mr. Thomas produces, mm-hmm. that's also going on right now. And um, look, the holidays are coming up. Buy my book, I'm Just a Person. That's nice. Yeah, buy my albums. Buy t-shirts. Yes. Get all that stuff, man. Come on, man. I'm currently filming uh, the morning show. When does that come out? I don't know. Are you loving John Hamm? Well, I know John Hamm. I know, but he's still cute and great. Even when you you know know him. You know who I'm loving? Who? Is Billy Crudup. 
Oh my god. <gasps> girlfriend. Girl, hey, girl. girl hands hey. off. Oh, okay. He is like, whoa. Hello. Hello. And you know Maybe. I love a guy in a mustache, right? That's why I Does drag he have a Thomas mustache? everywhere I go. Well, he used to in Almost Famous. Okay. I fell in love with him in Almost Famous. I Me couldn't sleep too, that night. Girl. I was like, oh my God, that guy. Yeah, that guy. That guy. He's got he's got something. He's gonna be he's, a star one day. <laughs> he's got something, all right. But you know what he's got that hmm. I love is Moxie. He's got a sense of humor. He loves hmm. to laugh. Oh, that's nice. Oh, the guy cackles. <laughs> God, so, you sound like you're a hundred. <laughs> I am halfway. I'm more than halfway there. He cackles. I enjoy laughing with him. It sounds like a fun set. All those people it sound is. fun. Yeah. You got Jen Aniston. Mm-hmm. You got Reese Witherspoon. You got John Hamm. Braggadocious alert. You got Billy Crudup. Braggadocious. Really braggadocious alert. Greta Lee. You got uh, you got a lot we know, of people. Yes, we get it. We get it. We get I it. don't know when it comes out, but I think Star Trek Discovery also comes out at some point. Okay, I don't know great. When that is. Great. All right. Well, um, should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Willette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Sesson. Special thanks to Gabby Kobasic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.